Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Brown Tea Talks and Thoughts, a brown girl's insight. For I am Erica, and you will be only joined by Erica, by me. So please have a sip of whatever the fuck you're drinking and enjoy yourself. Just relax because that's what we're going to do today. We're just going to chit chat. I've been wanting to do like a segment just by myself. If you're wondering if I am by myself, I am not. I have someone else in, we'll call this the studio. I have someone else in the, <laughs> I have someone else in the studio with me to fill the void of me being alone. So, um, yeah, if you hear me laughing more, then it's because he's looking at me with a strange look on his face. But he always looks strange. So... Anyways, so today's podcast is going to be just a little um, get to know me. So I asked people, y'all know who you are, uh, to send me questions. It could be about anything. I will answer them openly, honestly, genuinely, and I want to be transparent. I want you to be able to see right through me because I'm just that honest. I think that's what transparency means. I don't know, but whatever. Take take it how you want to take it. So um, yeah, let let's let's get into these questions. Let's get into this podcast, and let's just let's get into it. So let's see. I have like a paper with all the questions. Which actually thinking about it, I should have put it on my phone. Because then you won't hear like the paper like, you know, but that's okay. Um, okay, how about let, let's start off with a wholesome question. What would you tell middle sc- middle school kids about life? And what I have to, <laughs> what I have to say about life? Actually, when I recorded this before, my initial reaction was, it it doesn't get any better. <laughs> like it does it doesn't. And I'm going to stay with that statement because it doesn't. Look, you, as you get older, you get more bills to pay. You got to figure out how am I going to survive in this world by myself? Or if I do have a significant other or a companion, then how are we going to survive? And are we going to make enough money to survive? Money becomes the center of the universe. I mean, it already is, but... Are you truly happy working at this job? No, but does it give you money? Yeah, so what are you gonna do? Go work at this job, you know? Like, nobody cares about, like, if you're happy or not. It's just, you have to do what you have to do, and that's it, period. I don't wanna hear nothing. Don't say nothing to me. Work what you gotta work. You gotta do overtime, and, you know, you blow your back out doing overtime, that's on you. I'm not gonna pay you for that. Or sometimes you know, some companies don't even pay you for for overtime. You don't get the. I'm just getting into a whole other section of why life sucks and things are just not guaranteed in life. Okay. If I could go back to when I was a child, I would. 
I would do it in an instant. I didn't have to worry about anything. I didn't have all these cavities in my teeth to where I gotta go to the dentist and probably pay them like a thousand dollars to either they might have to remove one or they might have to give me what is it a, a root canal or you know like I don't gotta worry about that not so much and I don't I my mom could schedule my appointment still I don't have to call about everything don't gotta worry about you know oh I'm having car problems who who am I gonna go to like you know I I didn't have a car when I was a child so it didn't affect me it didn't affect me at all but on the brighter side of things you can make the most out of life if you truly wanted to if you are the type of person that lives just day to day why not be the type of person that just goes with the flow that you know just kind of like oh you know what like i'm i'm gonna take it day by day i'm not gonna live day to day you know you get what i'm saying i feel like i feel like you do so you want to live live to enjoy life not to just be in the mix of life yeah D yeah okay okay um so that that's a great question uh let's see do you think there is advantages in being a minority hell no no i don't I do not think there's advantages in being a minority. What, because I could get a scholarship for being black? Well, it doesn't matter because the majority got into the school that I wanted to get into anyways for the color of their skin. They probably got in there on an even bigger scholarship than what I got. So no, no, I don't think there's any advantages. I mean, I would have to think more about that question. Like, are there truly advantages in being a minority? Um, maybe for like the culture and for, I don't know, maybe, uh, probably like molding yourself into like how to deal with things in the real world and how like, um, how people can, what, how, what's the word? How the majority can shit on the minority you know, you get me? You, no? Well, maybe just like, there There are certain things that minorities have that the majority doesn't, but I cannot pinpoint what it is. And I feel like I would still have to go through life to realize like, or to see the advantages in being a minority. I don't know, that, that question is a good one though. Maybe just like trying to live in the real world and how sometimes you will be discriminated against, but in other times, like people love you for, you know, what you bring to the table um, in another, in another uh, um, setting. <laughs> um, Donovan brought up a good point, I guess the N word pass. But the only people that get the pass are black people, so I don't, I don't really think that there is a pass on that. Actually, actually, I saw this tweet the other day that 
said that you know like people want want to say the n-word so badly which is technically like a, a is it a ra- yeah it's, it, it's considered a racial slur like to a certain extent and depends on who says it but you know they we we can't say you know another um another group's uh racial racial slur because then we're racist or something you know but yet people want to go around saying the n-word all the time like what sense does that make that makes no sense i don't get that i really don't just don't say it don't say it (sighs) all right moving on to the next question um um could you marry someone before living with them honestly depends it depends on how long you've been with this person like if you've been with this person for a year you're just finding out that he doesn't shower all the time or he he just he doesn't brush his teeth all the time or he doesn't pick up after himself like he's got cups and plates and utensils and like wrappers and all that stuff just in in his room and you and you're thinking of living with this person you might want to think again sorry unless unless both of y'all are just dirty and you guys both just kind of bathe in his wrappers and his dirty plates and his dirty cups and stuff you know if if that's what y'all are into then get your own place and do that on your own time but me personally i have to see good habits i have to i have to see the the cleanliness because if i don't bye (laughs) toodles because that's that's just dirty and i don't like being in a dirty space i just don't i think it's the most disgusting thing on earth and i think people are are nasty if you're just sitting in a dirty space and you're sniffing up the dirty air and the dirty must and all of that like please please open a window let's bring some light into this cave like <sighs> but yeah it yeah like damn bitch you live like this <laughs> so it it really depends if you can see say you guys have been together for a year and you can see that he's a clean person like he keeps himself clean groomed his 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 habitat his space is clean and everything like that then i mean why not like why not go for it you know marry them without living with them first because i'm pretty sure those habits were taught early or shit maybe he just taught them like a couple months back before y'all started dating or something but if you can clearly distinctively see that this person is dirty nah i wouldn't i wouldn't marry them i wouldn't do that bond that i wouldn't no i wouldn't seal the deal like that with with somebody that i i can see that they're just they have not so great cleaning habits so that's my take on living with someone or no marrying someone before you live with them 
Um, all right, we're moving on. If you died in the next month, what would you want to be remembered as? Um, I would want to be remembered as someone who did not give a fuck. Someone who didn't give a fuck that was okay with being different, that, you know, and someone who brought like laughs and smiles and everything on everybody's faces. Someone that loves and loves hard, you know? That's what I want to be remembered as. I don't know about y'all, but I, I want to be remembered as something good, not as something bad. And look, if I were to die within the next 24 hours, do not ask my parents about anything about how I was because they're just going to shit talk me. <laughs> they're going to say that I was lazy and stuff like that. But, or maybe not. Maybe they'll still be crying in, within the next 24 hours. I don't know. Who knows? Okay. Next question. Um, anyways, I just got a weird text saying, good evening, this is Miles from Nor Nor Norm Reeves Ford, just checking to see if you'd like to upgrade your 2013 escape for one of these. And it's a link. I don't think I should click the link. Because, I mean, I did get my car from Norm Reeves Ford, but I, I, don't, I don't think I should click that link. But anyways, moving on. Okay, another question. How does one stop overthinking so much? You ask the wrong person. <laughs> I shouldn't even answer this question because I have an existential crisis maybe like every two weeks. <laughs> and they're bad. Like I go so far into the future or I really dwell on like the present, especially if I feel like I haven't been um, being productive, like doing a podcast or my writing or anything like that. Like, I, I, I can really shit on myself. So how can you stop overthinking so much? Look, coming at it from a like like an outside like looking in type of perspective i'd probably say just breathe <laughs> just just take a chill pill relax because whatever you're thinking about is probably not not even relevant it's not going to happen like it's just it's it's just not and you need to just break yourself out of that space out of that mental space because okay I'll, I'll give you an example so the other day um actually this was yesterday um i was i was coming home from my lunch break and i don't know what it is lately but i'm not gonna lie i have been in a uh creative rut like i've just i everything that i've been trying to do like if it comes with for videos or even for podcasts I just I fucking hate it I hate it I I don't like how it comes out I don't like how it sounds I just don't like it like it's just and it sucks because I am a perfectionist to a certain extent at least I think so 
but everybody around me tells me that I'm I'm a bad perfectionist because if it's not the way that I want it the first time, I really beat myself up over it like badly. So driving home, I was thinking about damn bitch, like you have not done shit. You haven't been consistent with your podcast. You haven't even done like YouTube videos or you haven't been putting yourself out there like you should. You haven't even been writing like the little show that you're working on like you have you haven't done any of that like what is distracting you what is going on and I started to think so much and I kind of gave myself a little panic attack (laughs) I gave myself a little panic attack as I was driving so I called my boyfriend and I I don't know what happened. I was so frustrated with myself that I started crying. I started crying and then I felt like a fucking idiot for crying. And I was just like, you're pathetic. You're truly, you're truly pathetic. But I, I had to pick myself up because I was going back into work. Like I, my shift started back in five minutes. I can't be having no tears on my face. People are going to be like, what's wrong? And you're going to be like, no nothing so we can't have that (laughs) but um so that that's an example of how I got in my head how I started to overthink everything that I was doing and I was I was even thinking like do I do I even want to do this with my life like should I just take a because I'm so close to the finish line you know I'm almost I'm so close to graduating imagine I just take a different life path (laughs) I just choose a completely different major and I just start all over. I mean, technically I can't do that anyways, but imagine if I did. So, um, yeah, I was rethinking my whole life. It's like, you know what? Why don't you just do something else? This isn't working out. When technically it kind of is, but because um, I enjoy it and I like to do things that I enjoy. But just don't just think about the present and think about ways to fix it or if it's just a situation or something honestly don't bother yourself with situations like don't make the situation worse by thinking about like oh well the what ifs or you know like imagine this or something like that because that's just destructive in its own way so don't do that and really just tried to be like okay the situation is what it is or I am I am doing this I could do more or I could I need to realize that I I, I'm fine like I'm good and I think I think that's a good thing to do to just I used to do this sometimes um I should probably do it again I look in the mirror and I would say like that you're good like you're fine you're gucci nothing's wrong you're just your mind is just trying to pick pull at straws to create something out of nothing and you need to stop just stop chill take a chill pill then i'll go on with my day and i'll feel better so i mean those are some things that helped me but i'm me (laughs) had to hydrate myself because I'm doing a lot of talking so all right next next question um how can one better manage my money look listen 
whatever you're spending your money on, you don't need it. You do not need it. And once again, you're asking the wrong person because I am a advocate for, oh, you're having a bad day? Let's go shopping. Let's go spend some money, you know? And you just need to not do that. Don't do that. Because, look, I will plan things that I want to buy before I even get fucking paid, before the check lands in my hand. I plan what I want to buy. I did that last night. I wanted a pair of shoes. Or I want to get a new tattoo or something. And then just like, you, you don't need to do this. You don't need to spend something on yourself or, you know, like you got all this shit in your closet. Just chill out. Just chill out. Please, just chill. So, whatever you want to buy, remember, it's a it's a want. It's something that you can probably get later where you aren't living check to check or something, you know? Or just focus on things that you need. And once again, like, you need to be able to differentiate between need and want. Like... You don't, you don't, you don't need to buy a, a new outfit every time you got something planned because I'd be doing that. <laughs> Someone could be like, let's go out tonight. And then I go through all the clothes in my head, wherever I'm at, go through all the clothes in my head, all the different outfits that I can make. But if that one outfit, if I, if I already have an idea for an outfit, you can catch me at the mall. I'm going to be at the mall spending my check my hard-earned monies, and I'm gonna be going apeshit. So, you don't need, you don't need to buy those new shoes. You don't need to get a new tattoo right now. You don't, you don't need to go buy a color of box dye because you're going through, you wanna change your look, you wanna change your style, like, you, you don't need to do that right now. What you need to do is you need to prioritize your bills, and prioritize things that are going to help you in the long run, like your credit. Please put some money down on your credit cards, okay? Stop making those little $40, $50 payments. Put 80 or 100. Get that shit down. So you can use it again, obviously. Duh. <laughs> but, um, yeah, better managing your money is Making a list of everything that you have to pay for, bills-wise, not wants, not things that are materialistic and stuff, bills. And strategize, what is the best way for me to pay my bills? So how I do it is I, I will either pay all my bills at the beginning of the month, and then the last check, um, with my first check, pay, pay those bills. Then with that last check, I can use it on myself, you know? So that, that is a way to do things. Um, or try to remember to put money in your savings. Remember to leave yourself a cushion. Please do not, I know it's hard, times are tough, but please make sure you don't have two or three dollars in your, in, your, in your checking account because you don't know what kind of payment is gonna be coming out. It could be Apple Music, that little $4.99 that comes out. Now all of a sudden, you're in the negatives. Now you owe money. <laughs> um, but next, 
let's move on to the next question. Um, let's see. All right, this will be the last question. Biracial challenges. I kind of want to save this one for last because I'm pretty sure my family isn't listening, so I can really get into these biracial challenges. Um, I always... Hold on, let, let me take a sip of water. It's hot in here. little ASMR. Um, okay, so biracial challenges. I always felt like, well, if you don't know, if you are a listener that really does not know me or Haley, where you're, you're not one of my friends that I've forced this podcast on for y'all to listen to, um, I am black and Mexican. So I always went through an identity crisis growing up. Um, I always have, it was just, I would have a breakdown every month. I would come out of my room and I'd stand in that living room. My parents would be on the couch watching TV and I would just be bawling, crying. And I remember my mom would be like, really? We're going through this again? (laughs) So it was, it was a frequent talk. And then plus I was an only child. I didn't have anybody to really talk to or anything like that. Like (laughs) times were hard. They were tough. It was tough. You're, you're a biracial kid. You're an only child at that. Your personality already was like, I don't even know. I mean, I don't even know what was going on. Um, but I always felt like I didn't fit in. I had my I had my black friends, and I felt like I didn't fit in with them. Well, actually, I think I take that back. I did feel like I felt I did feel I I love that. I felt like that I fit in with them, but I was still going through like. Can I really experience like what they're experiencing? You know, can do I really experience that? And then I had my Hispanic friends where uh, they would be talking fluent Spanish. I would just be standing there like dumbfounded, like, what the fuck did you just say to me? You know, so it was it was just harder. It was harder for me to relate with my Hispanic friends, and it would really bother me because. Maybe it was, I really don't know what it was, but I just felt like, wow, like they have this culture that I want to be a part of that I don't get enough like at home. And then when it came to my family, man, I always felt like an outsider with my family, with my mom's side of the family. Because my mom's side of the family was, or they are, Mexican. And I, they, they're they lighter than me. And it would, it would just be me and my dad that were, you know, the two little, two little pieces of chocolate in the, in the mix. But I just, I never felt like I fit in. I always felt like... I was judged a lot 
Um, and I just felt like an outsider. I didn't, I didn't really, I mean, like I felt part of the family, but I didn't feel part of the family, if that makes sense. Does it? Kind of, I mean, like, yeah, you could be related to someone, but you don't really feel like that connection, you know? And I hope my family isn't listening to this. Actually, I don't really care if you are, because this is just something that I've really dealt with. And um, I've always felt like my Hispanic side of the family couldn't relate to me, because the stuff that I experience, the stuff that I go through, um, the inner turmoil that I was experiencing was just something that they couldn't really understand themselves. Which, it isn't their fault because, you know, they, they're them and I'm me. But, um, that, that was a really big challenge for me. Like, it was, it was, like, heartbreaking for me, too, because it was just like, damn, like, I, I'm an only child and I kind of yearn for that relationship, like, that strong, like, bond with somebody and I... I just didn't, I didn't have that. I just didn't have that. Um, and I think now I've just grown to embrace, quote unquote, embrace like being the outsider or just not fitting in. And so I've become a little more, because when I was younger, I, I was, I was shy. I didn't really speak up about things or anything like that. But now that I'm older and I'm more aware, I can speak up about things and I'm more vocal. And it's almost like I've put the I don't give a fuck attitude on myself. And that has just come from me just feeling like, wow, ain't nobody gonna relate to you in this family. I mean, <laughs> So, might as well just not give a shit, whatever. But now that the Hispanic friends that I do have, um, I find it more enjoyable to have them as friends. They teach me things, they educate me on things, and I love it. It's, it's great. It's a great time all around, so, yeah. Oh, I will end things on a happier note. I did get a question that said, um, let me see. Oh, how are you loving your short hair? I love it. I love my short hair because it's great. <laughs> it's just great. And um, honestly, I can say that I will not lie. I go through phases where I'm like, I'm going to grow up my hair. I'm going to do it. I really am going to do it. But then then the, the time comes for, because me and my mom get haircuts together. So the time comes for my mom to get a haircut and she makes an appointment. I'm just like, hold up. I think I want a haircut too. So um, yeah, I really like my hair. And, then, <laughs> and um, was it difficult to let go? No, it really wasn't only because I've always felt defined by my hair. It was one of the things that people would be like, oh, like, you must be mixed because your hair, it, we can tell by your hair and blah, blah, blah. Like, and it's just like, oh my gosh, shut up. Just shut up. Shut up. 
shut up please please i don't want to hear that like do, do people think that that's a compliment because it's not like it's really it's just hair it really doesn't matter like it's really just hair but yeah so it really wasn't difficult to let go it was almost like i was getting rid of that like identity of wow like you must you must be mixed it was time it was time for that to stop like it was it was time for that to, to put a halt on that um and then plus like as i was growing up i've always done some crazy shit with my hair i've damaged my hair i've gone from super short not short like pixie cut short like i have now but super short bob to like super long and it i just i really did not care for my hair i guess that's why it bothered me so much when people were like you're mixed you gotta be mixed you gotta be mixed normal black girls don't have that kind of hair and it's like i i I don't know what to tell you sir but you're in my personal space you're asking me questions that i don't want to answer like please leave me alone but that's the end of this podcast this episode i hope you guys enjoyed just listening to me listening to me ramble and stuff i do want to get more comfortable doing stuff like this because Yes, this is Erica and Haley's podcast, Erica and Donovan's podcast, but it's mostly Erica's podcast. <laughs> so I'm really trying to try to put myself out there more. So I hope you guys enjoy it. I know she was a little long, but who cares? Y'all, y'all can take 30 minutes out of your day to listen to it. Like support me, support your girl. Anyways, stay tuned for the next episode. <laughs>